So as we're going through this transition for the network, I've been moving and uh, haven't really had time to sit in front of the computer, much less get it going or get it, um, I guess you could say, uh, get the machine going like I usually have. Before I got to New York, I spent most of my days sitting in front of the computer pretty much 24-7. Here recently, that just cannot be the truth uh, because we're still moving furniture. We're still trying to get things organized. But I will tell you this. We got a pretty damn big event coming up. And uh, I guess I can be the first to announce it. We're going to do a, a digital festival. We've already got some speakers lined up to go. Uh, we're talking about big-time stuff. Linda Godfrey, Clyde Lewis, Harold Couch, J.M. DeBoard. Um, uh, there's more, actually. I haven't confirmed them. So it's going to be like a two-day event, Friday and Saturday. All right? You're going to be hearing more about that, promos, all of that stuff. It's going to be awesome. Um, <clears throat> and hopefully we're going to set this thing up to where when we it's going to be kind of like as the network launches its new uh it's new phase we're going to do this too i haven't even told all of the hosts about this so you guys are the first ones that are getting to hear it right now and i haven't um <laughs> catalina says well dang joe i'm glad you're not sitting in front of the pewter 24 hours well that's what i used to do but thank god that i'm here with ryan gable uh, and the rest of the crew i talked to barbara today as well barbara charlton for metaphorical archaeology who's also a partner on the network we are coming together as a team so it's a big transition so i know some people are hearing things like the network sticking or you're hearing the same stuff don't worry all of that's going to change and it's going to sound like a real radio station i mean probably better once we get done with it than a real radio station i can tell you that but i've been getting a lot of good feedback about the show i did with ryan gable and i just want to comment on that because i've done probably let's see three or four shows that have have to do with occult subjects like sacred sexuality things of that nature and it's such a large subject that i want to make sure that i really get my point across in this manner now if you listen to ryan gable's last show it's called not the last show but the show that i was on called jump the relationship i was trying to explain the hermetic law of gender and in sacred sexuality and how these things worked kind of talked about it too when i was on solaris blue raven show this week this past weekend which is really cool solaris is so cool it was really cool to be on our show as a guest but the idea so i mentioned a word as far as male energy and jordan peterson talks about this and stuff i mentioned a word called dominance and dominance is something that i don't want to be taken wrong okay because if anybody can see the kabbalistic tree of life if you looked at Kether, you might as well be looking at a yin and yang deep behind that. When it breaks apart, it breaks the yin from the yang. But when it gets into Malkuth, all the way down to the bottom of the tree, let's just say the male or masculine energy when it gets down to the physical plane where we are now, there's a thing called dominance, right, that male energy has. And this is a bad term because the word dominance implies imbalance. A better term would be, I would say, strength, assertiveness, um, probably protection, that type of thing. 
And so I don't want, because I get a lot of feedback, and this was really important. Someone, someone told me to be, to be a little clearer about this. I don't want a bunch of dudes going around trying to dominate women or being jerks or anything like that. Basically, what I was trying to say is that it's okay to state your intention, to be honest, authentic, and genuine, and say what you need and what your desires are as a man. The only time that you really need to be dominant in a situation that I would say is even remotely healthy is when you or the people that you are in love, that you love or are in love with, I guess, or that you love are in danger. Now that's part of the male energy, but if you listen to the, the end of the show, I broke it down like this. And I know some of you are lost. You're like, what's he talking about? So I'm just going to wrap this up. Okay. The sacred sexuality part, the whole idea of the law of gender and creation. I'm not just talking about when a man and a woman come together on the earth. Of course, that's one of the most beautiful symbols on the earth there is. But I'm also talking about the, the nature as a whole. The highest form of it is giving and receiving. A give and receive like a dance right you ever wonder why i should have said this on ryan's show why men and women you know a lot of times they come together with people dance really well together there's a connection there because there's a give and take a give you know and receive thing going on there and if both people are balanced with the male and female energy in both of them then usually you know you can dance well kind of clicks you, know, you just kind of do what you feel right it's kind of like swimming and everything works and this give and take energy in your life and it doesn't just have to be with another person if you're doing things in your life that actually have love in them you'll get more energy out of the deal it's a very like a cult principle uh a hidden thing that shouldn't be hidden at all i don't think it should be hidden at all and the only reason why I'm bringing it up now is because I feel like I have to because there's another show also coming out. Uh, Amalia Eon Karras' Love, Sex, and the Hidden Agenda. I think I did two or three uh, podcasts with them. That, that's not even released yet. I don't know. I guess that why I'm bringing this up is that right now, whatever the hell is going on, I, I couldn't tell you if it was if it's a demon, if it's evil, if it's... Uh, elemental or if it's just power hungry bastards they don't want any people coming together they don't want us coming together that this whole they've been do i think they've been doing this for a long time if you look at like uh, the music industry and hollywood pretty much they've been raising us to be the super independent people that need to make a bunch of money and never depend on anybody ever to the point of untrustworthy and just untrusting. Don't trust anybody. Do your own thing. And now they got us all wearing masks. And even with the new information from the CDC, even with the studies that are going around with the masks that have been around forever, even the information that Ryan Gable released about the pre-programming studies and the social studies and all of those things, people are still wearing a mask they they just they are they think i don't know what they think 
it's it's either look at the information, look at the facts, or fall into the guilt and really believe that you're actually a bad person because you don't wear one or you don't care about people's safety, despite the facts. And that's exactly what they want us to do. What And the whole reason why I even brought up sacred sexuality is because we have to identify these energies inside of us before we can ever come to connect and love anybody else kind of like i'll bring this up again the last scene in the fifth element which everybody loves that movie right with corbin dallas and Lou. they kind of run into each other by happenstance there's an instant connection there there's all kinds of stuff going on in the world to try to keep them apart. You know, these people are trying to um, kidnap Lilu, basically, and he's trying to protect her. So Corbin, I would say, I would usually say is the dominant energy or the dominant role there, but that's really not the case. Lilu's also a badass in that movie, too. But in the end scene, they show all of the elements, Right? fire, water, earth, wind. And these represent all of the things that are inside of you, your intellect, your emotions, your astral body, your desire, your physical body, your physical needs, all of these things that matter to life. That's important. You can show love in all of these ways, right? so these things have to be balanced and lined up inside of us so it 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 shows the balance and lining up basically of these energies in both corbin and lilu that's what it's representing but the give and take this thing that happens here this is like i'll reiterate this again when lilu is just full of emotion right and most of the time the female energy which that's what she represents in that movie does everything they do based on emotion she definitely has some male energy in her because she's up there kicking her these aliens asses left and right but more energy more female energy obviously because she's a female and she tells corbin why should i stay here why should i stay here and live when i see what you do with it she's sad she feels everything and Corbin, Corbin Dallas, his name actually means like Black Star, Black Raven, that, you know, the dominant kind of energy. I hate using that word because <laughs> I can tell it's, it's, let's just say the masculine energy. Um, if you look at a yin and yang symbol, and this is what I was talking about on Ryan's show, you'll see this, you'll see the black side of the yin or yang. I don't know which one's which, I got to be honest with you. And there's the little white dot in there. For some damn reason, it was really hard for Corbin to say, even with the world coming to an end, and she's begging him to say, why? Why do you need me? Why should I stay here? And he finally says, you know, because I love you. And then they kiss and they make that connection. Now, obviously, you guys see that's symbolism. It shoots off the ultimate weapon and starts this black goo from, this black blob goo from taking out the world. That is a sacred thing. That is like, that is one of the biggest symbols. One of the biggest reasons you're alive. It's what David Matheson talked about when he was on the show. Like, 
They've caused us to disconnect from each other. Disconnect from yourself, from your loved ones, and from your family. And you know, today something really sad that happened is like children, babies that are two, three years old, toddlers, four or five, whatever, going to preschool. And I was one of those babies that needed uh, hugs. I liked hugs. I liked emotional contact. I liked my teachers to hug me and things like that. My friends. You know, there's people out there that like to be hugged more than others, right? I'm a hugger. Okay? Now, what do you think that's doing to them? When you tell these toddlers that were just, I mean, they just were living a life not too long ago that they could hug anybody and interact with anybody, play with anybody, but now they have to wear masks and they can't, they can't even be around too many people at once. That's really sad, man. So I know a little child right now who's having trouble with it and clinging to his parents more. And you know what? That it's almost to the point where we got to do something about it, man. I mean, even this guy that was supposed to come on the show tonight, if you go to his Twitter page, he shows where the cops were trying to arrest this woman because she wasn't wearing a mask, despite the facts and the numbers about the masks. I hope you guys can definitely see what's going on here, but you know what happened? You don't see it a lot in the United States, but even in uh, Spain, it happened. The people rallied around this woman. They stopped the police from arresting her, and the police had to flee. Why? You know why we don't do that? Because we're too worried about Black Lives Matter. We're too worried about the feminist movement or the masculine movement. We're too worried about class warfare, about being super independent and never needing anybody about our sexual taboos and how messed up we are. They've taken the love out of everybody. That's what they're, that's their plan to take the love out of you, to keep you in fear and to keep these torture devices on you until you just absolutely become comfortable with them, whether you need them or not. Now, I don't really care at this point if you agree with me or not. I really don't. But at least if you still believe in wearing a mask, at least have some compassion and do us all a favor and go look at the actual statistics of what's going on here. Look at the information. Go to the CDC. You can see what they've done. They've hit it where I don't even, I don't know if it's there anymore, but I know at first they hit it to where you couldn't find it. We're only like, there was actually only 9,000 deaths or whatever. And that, you don't even know if that's true. Back in the day, man, like if, the United States of America would not have tolerated that. If these people would have done that to our people, they would have been charged with treason. They would have been hung in the street. I'm not saying it's right to hang people. I'm just saying, what does it matter? Like if it gets worse than this now, then the only thing that we're going to be able to depend on is consciousness exploration because you're not going to be able to do anything else. How are you going to have interaction with anybody? 
we're gonna have to figure out how to do all this stuff from the dream world and the out-of-body state which people have just told me man that's crazy and laughed about it I, I i've only had a few people take me seriously i don't know why i guess i wonder why people feel like they're such victims to this and things are going to be so bad and then now if you look around everyone's talking about how they can penetrate your dreams it's like everywhere you go there's someone telling you that you're going to be attacked or manipulated even in your dream state even in your psyche you have no control it's like you have no control over that too and i have to take all of this back to just a real simple thing that I've been saying since we started this show. That fear is what separates us. Uncertainty is what separates us. They've taught us not to trust our emotions anymore. And yeah, I'm sure our parents had something to do with that. But they've also taught them not to trust their emotions and their intuition anymore. At first it started with like, you know, sex and gender and stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, who's gay and who's not, who's black and who's white. That was it, right? Republican, Democrat. But now uh, they've segregated us in the worst ways. We're not, uh, <laughs> we're more segregated than we were before all that started. I'm telling you guys this right now. If you got family or friends or people that you want to get you feel like you need to get close to or communities that you want to bring together do it do it in a covert way if you got to but just do it stop letting these people tell you what you can and can't do when it comes to your connection with other humans they don't have enough data it is this simple they don't have enough data proof or even justification to do what they're doing to you, to tell you to back off and not to connect to people. All they have is their guilt trips and their uncertain data that doesn't even make sense half the time. And most of us, you know, we know it's about the election, things like that, but still that it's not gonna, we gotta stop, man, just sitting back and like not doing anything about it. I, I, I literally don't wear a mask anywhere I go. Now, there's been a couple of times I've been here in the state of New York where I have wore a mask just because it's super late. I don't want the fight. I just want something to drink. But at this point, I've gotten to the, it doesn't matter how many signs they put up, how many people are standing at the door telling you you got to wear a mask. Just try it out. I don't care how many people you see in the crowd wearing a mask. Just don't wear it and see if anybody messes with you. And when they do, you can do what Ryan does and you can get the documents and all that stuff and you can show it to them how you have the right not to wear one if you don't want to for several different reasons. I don't know. I'm just getting really, I don't know maybe if it's because I moved from Arkansas to New York or whatever because when I was in Arkansas, they had a mandate for us to wear masks, but nobody did. I mean a few people did but up here it's like everybody's just brainwashed man anyways i'm not trying to depress you i actually want to empower you you guys just um 
I guess just make sure that you connect with each other as much as possible. Especially the people you love. Don't be afraid to shake somebody's hand or bump into them. Don't let them make you scared of everybody else that you're supposed to connect with. They don't have, I mean, I'm just saying the same things over and over again. They don't have the right to do it. They don't have enough data to do it. These people are criminals. You know that. I hope you know that. Either way, I'm done with my rant. You know I don't like to preach because I don't know nothing. I'm, I'm here on this earth with you in the void. But uh, I'm just a little frustrated at all this. At being misunderstood sometimes, too. We'll be right back. The Night Stalker will be here with us. We'll probably get down with some crazy facts, too. You never know. Call in numbers 1-800-588-0335. Give me a little bit to set that up. I'm Joe Roop. This is Lighting the Void. We're live on the Fringe FM, broadcasting all the way from New York. <laughs> Stay with us. of the Secret Teachings Radio Show, and you're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Check out my show, The Secret Teachings, Monday through Friday, right here on The Fringe, 11 p.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern, U.S. time. Born out of the alchemical tradition of Paracelsus is a medical tradition called Spagirian. Though not many people practice this work today, Phoenix Aurelius has been researching and teaching this work for the last 15 years, and he needs your support. Hi, I'm Phoenix Aurelius, and I'm the founder of the Phoenix Aurelius Research Society, where I perform modern scientific research on the methods and techniques of Paracelsian alchemy and Spagiria for health, wellness, agriculture, ecology, and more. All my work is 100% funded by the public, so if you like what I'm doing and you want to support my research, please consider making a purchase of Spagiric medicines from my apothecary, fund your own Spagyric IDF wellness research or participate in my group study or one-on-one immersion courses so that you can learn how to perform this work for yourself. I want to thank you in advance for your support. Visit thefringe.fm forward slash alchemy research and enter coupon code fringe and receive 15% off anything and everything on the website. That's thefringe.fm forward slash alchemy research and thank you for doing your part and keeping alchemy alive in the modern day. Have you suffered in silence or experienced stress from a paranormal experience? Even if it happened 20 years ago, when thinking or talking about it today still makes you feel sick to your stomach or makes your heart beat faster, or you suddenly can't breathe. Maybe you even feel those old familiar signs of a panic attack trying to reach the surface. You could have unprocessed emotional responses. Those reactions of terror and trauma are no different than living through a horrible assault, childhood abuse, or a terrible car accident. It can be nearly impossible to find help. The very instance of seeing a ghost or encountering a cryptid could be clinically described as seeing or hearing things that aren't there. You could be considered psychotic, or at best, you're just not taken seriously. Out of a growing mountain of research, the National Institute for Integrative Healthcare showed that 8 out of 10 veterans who completed just 6 one-hour EFT sessions no longer tested positive for PTSD. If you've had paranormal trauma, you can contact Metaphorical Archaeology by calling 214-995-3754. Again, that's 214-995-3754 for a discreet consultation. 
is that a new music app? Yeah, check it out. Surfer Music Discovery. It links to thousands of online stations, but the twist is you see the song names and artists that are now playing live. That's different. No guessing. Looks like a waterfall of music. So many formats. Rock, oldies, country, R&B, jazz, and a whole lot more. How's that spelled? Surfer. S-U-R-F-R. Is it expensive? It's free. No need to sign up or sign in. Get the Surfer Music app free from Google Play or the App Store. The Fringe FM isn't just a radio station. We also provide services for all your audio production needs. If you're interested in live radio or pre-recorded podcasts, we're here to help. We even do audio enhancements and voiceovers if needed. If you want to do a podcast or live radio show and even want the option to syndicate on terrestrial radio from simple audio file enhancement to live production and call screening, we have you covered. We have worked with some of the best professionals in the business in order to provide coaching instruction for content creation, show structure, and more. Contact The Fringe Digital Media for more at info at thefringe.fm. That's info at thefringe.fm. Or call 501-777-5631 for a consultation. Have you ever wanted to dream about being a character in your favorite video game or movie? Would you like to dream your fantasy with all five senses in detail and remember everything? It's time to bring the dream in mind back online. Introducing Dreaming for Gamers from Ian Wilson. Dreaming for Gamers will teach you how to program your dreams to dream what you want from any video game, movie, or source material that you choose. The courses help rehabilitate the dreaming mind out of atrophy so you can remember your dreams, taste, touch, smell, see, and hear, as well as be self-aware and take complete control over the dream state like Neo in the Matrix. You can't catch COVID in a dream, but you can wake up with a happy ending. Type in thefringe.fm forward slash dreamplay and sign up today to get dreaming now. That's thefringe.fm forward slash dreamplay or click the banner at thefringe.fm today and take the seven-day dream challenge for free while it lasts. Hi, folks. It's trembling times and fear is pushing emotions, which in turn pushes health the wrong direction. Do you ever get an ache because life is uneasy? Try Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. Life Change Tea works on your digestive tract, helping to move food through quicker and comfortably so your health is spot on. Life Change Tea may not help with world issues, but it will help with your digestive issues. A glass a day helps keep the intruders away. So, change your life today. Log on to GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. If your health game is off, get on by ordering Life Change Tea. GetTheTea.com. And while you're on our site, look around at the great non-GMO organic supplements. And if you're a sales shopper, go to our specials page and see what's for you. I've been drinking the tea for 12 years and I'm sure glad for its health benefits. Again, that's GetTheTea.com. GetTheTea.com. The tea that makes you go. This is Preston Dennett from PrestonDennett.Weebly.com, and you're listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM.
We're back. The Night Stalker's with us. Doesn't matter. Going on, brother. Doesn't matter who stands us up. Right. We're good. Glad to be here. Not expecting it though, honestly. Well, I'm about to uh, get going on some pizza. I just got it from Domino's. But, yeah. Uh, this is better. This is more fun. Yeah. Well, so far, I've been in New York and I hadn't had found any pizza that was worth, you know, what they say. I guess that stuff's all in New York City, right? Yeah, stuff. Because like you say, New York, like. And it's not really New York City. If people think New York City, oh, it's the best pizza in the world, the like best Chinese food in the world. But you, you might as well be in Canada, right? You're, yeah, you're, pretty you're much. Yeah. All the cool stuff's like, happening in Toronto, too, and I can't go into Canada. I can't cross the border. I've never been. It's cool. What, what's so cool about Canada? Well, Dead Mouse was doing a show in Toronto, and you know I'm a big Dead Mouse fan. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. He That's did a live show the, uh, out there, and what? people... Uh, could pull up to where he was doing a show, like, in their cars. Oh, that's sick. But isn't yeah, it stupid, Kevin's... though? Like, how, how is it How is it in uh, Massachusetts? Are they, like, really, um, I assume, that's a liberal state, right? I assume they're mm-hmm. just as zombified been... as this one. Yeah. I've been masked up pretty much since uh, early April, I think. That's when my store mandated it, like, uh, across the state. So, like, I'm not the best person to ask because I'm not really out and about too much. And like I, I live with my my mom, and she's uh, she's uh, has the immune immune system compromised or whatever. So I can't I can't really take the risk. Um, but what I've noticed is most people, I think probably one out of ten people are actually scared of getting sick when they wear the mask. Like when I talk to anybody, like even in the store, they they pull the mask down to talk. Like and as soon as the store closes, the mask is off. Like nobody's. At home, like when I'm when I'm when I do see people or like on chats and stuff, people are all group punching together. I think like pretty every I, most people I've talked to are pretty much on board with like they just wear the mask just like because they have to wear it. Which it's I don't so know dumb if it's a good though. Thing. You don't have yeah, to wear exactly. it. Yeah. You don't. I know. I know. Like Ryan Ryan Gable is where he works at this co-op up here and there. You know, like they want him to wear a mask as an employee, but because he knows the law. They can't, they tried to fire him once, I think, but they just, uh, they can't because he knows the law. Yeah. It you sounds, see what I mean? It sounds selfish for me. No, definitely. Like, I'm glad we, like, Ryan is doing that. I'm glad we have people who are doing that, but it's just, it sounds selfish of me to say it, but I'm just, I'm, I don't want to affect my life like that. You know what I mean? For, for the oh, longest no, time. No, 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 no. I get what like, you're saying. That's what the, that's yeah. how they work on you though. They don't, no, exactly, that's how it exactly. works. I, yeah. But also I just my life really hasn't changed that much. Like, and because I'm working overnight, like I'm not saying where I work. So nobody, nobody try to look it up. I don't know if this is legal or not, but we, we don't wear our masks when the store is closed. Like when there's customers there, cause we're all in our own aisles. So for the most part, I wear it maybe 20 minutes a day when I go to the convenience store or something like that. And if, other than that, it's like, my life is exactly the same. So it's like, if I'm not going to fight these battles, then they are affecting my consciousness. Like I won't wear one of those surgical masks because I think that it's like since the beginning, because I think that in 30 years from now, we're just going to have this image in our head of the year of everyone wearing these scary surgical masks and babies are going to have these nightmares of surgical masks and stuff. So like, that's the one thing that it's all about. They're affecting our consciousness is I think the primary motivation to this. Um, and I just won't let them. So, well, obviously the right thing to do is get this fight, but I just, I mean, selfish of me, but I, I, it's not my it, battle. To fight it, right if now. if they try to arrest somebody, 
What do you mean it's not your battle? Your fellow human? What are you talking about? I don't know. I, I, I'm for some reason like I've I've felt this for a while. It's like we gotta pick our battles. Like there's there's other people who are fighting this one. If, if there was less people who were anti-mask, then maybe I would stick up for it. But like something bigger is coming down the pike. Oh and yeah. I, well, that's that's the I, that's the doorway yeah. though, man. That's it's kind of like okay. You know we've been talking to these hypnotists on the show, right? Yeah. Did you just break something? Did you break your bong, bro? <laughs> I dropped uh, my lighter, actually. I figured Sorry. that. So, <clears throat> listen. The hypnotist, especially those stage hypnotists, you know how they call people up on the stage, right? Yeah, yeah. And then once they, they ask a few questions, they're like, do this, and then do that, and then do this. And then what do they do after that? At uh, my high school graduation, we have an all-night-long graduation party, and they do, like, we're locked in the high school. And they have a uh, hypnotist come in. So I saw it uh, firsthand. It's pretty wild. Like, they have people, um, like, make animal noises and do things that you, right. you wouldn't think they would normally do. But before they do that, they see oh, who's they, compliant they or who's, who's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, that's true. And I think that's a big, a big part of it is they're sorting out. But also, like, that is a part of it. Like, I don't think this is the calling virus, but I'm also a conspiracy theorist who believes that there will be possibly a culling virus that will kill us and what they're doing right now is separating us into two groups ones who they should worry about and ones they don't have to worry about and when the culling virus comes around i want to be on the list of people they don't have to worry about you know what i mean i don't i guess so i can can sneak i don't like two years ago when when we said there's a virus coming we would have said it's going to kill like a lot of people and this one is not doing that so i don't I still think their end game is to lower the population. Like, and this is not what's doing it. So I don't believe it's the end game. I think this is a lot of just, this is riling up people's like anger and I are social experience to see how much we comply. So right now my, I'm in a, I'm conveniently in a situation where other than just an increased workload, the masks is not affecting my life. So by fighting that battle, it will it will be affecting my life, and I don't want that. But I I applaud anyone who is Ryan is a hero for doing that. Again, it's just selfish of me because it just hasn't been a big thing. If I was working during the day, then yeah, I would have made it. I would have made it a big deal. I would not work. Well, you're not just hours. taking and care of yourself, though, right? Yeah, that's a big part of it too. Is that if my mom gets sick, I'm the only person she sees, so it's it would be my fault, obviously. Like, like you know? I get what you're saying, but there's yeah. people out there that are that are filthy rich and retired that don't need they don't need nothing and they're still out like talking to people hey, you need to put your mask on stuff like that which is stupid it's stupid nine thousand people died if they're even right about that if they're right about that how in the hell is that a pandemic it's not that's what i mean yeah but it's not but even like, the damn cold but do you believe that there's people who want to lower the population down, Thanos style. Oh, hell Georgia yeah. Guidestone style. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, like, those two ideas have to fit from, with me. You know what I mean? So, and right now, they aren't. The only way it fits is that is if they're making it so that when the virus does come, zero people trust anything they say. Zero people will wear a mask. Zero people will take any precaution because they believe it's another COVID, you know? And it's going to wipe us out. It's going to smack us way harder than it would if the real one hit us six months ago instead of the fake one you You know know what i I think behind the scenes 
there's a there's a covert war going on between China and the United States, right? There is. So you got the Space Force, you got all this other stuff happening. If you don't remember back in the day, they had two nuclear sirens go off on both sides of the ocean and they were both accidents in the same week. Do you remember that? Like What year is that? What, what was man, that? it was just a few years. It wasn't even a few years ago. It's like a year Maybe. ago. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Vaguely. You know, one really. went off in Japan, and one went off on our side in Hawaii, and there was like, oh, oh yeah, it was do. just I an do. accident. Someone <laughs> yeah. hit the button wrong. Nobody hit the button wrong, man. These guys, like, you don't know the games they play. You remember when John F. Kennedy told you about secret things that happened? He wasn't talking about, like, occultists or Rosicrucians or even Freemasons. He was talking about these people that set up these councils, like the Council for National Policy and all these other people. But they're people. all the same people. But those are the same people as the, as the, as the secret societies. They're, no, one the they're not all the same. And they're not one and the same because they're not. Uh, I don't, they're not all the Freemasons, but I would argue that they're all privy to that. I mean, They're definitely least, not all Freemasons because I am a Freemason. No, definitely not. Yeah. My whole family's yeah. in it. Yeah. I don't think Freemasons, Freemasonry is but it has, wrong at all. Like, let me finish, I, though. It has yeah. shit to do with it. All right? Yeah. The fact that these guys, maybe Skull and Bones, might have something to do with it. But the fact that these guys go behind the scenes and they can pick up their cell phones and move the market just by agreeing on something, that's what he's talking yeah. about. He's talking about these people that can go behind the scenes, move the market, move the military, get behind the scenes and do everything like crony capitalism or whatever but at its worst buddy buddies yeah. we're not talking about buddies that you know play at the same country club here we're talking about buddies that you know own or Richly work with some of the together. same yeah some of the same oil companies some of the same military contracts those kind of things yeah yeah and if I'd, they're, I'd, I'd say i probably go yeah i think i probably go more extreme with it than you is that i don't necessarily get scared when they talk about china because i think it's worldwide like I don't. I think the the inner club is controlling the entire planet. I don't think it's America versus China versus Russia versus whoever. I think that's the political stage and that's the drama that they give us. But behind the scenes, I think it's much deeper than that. And it's like global power players. It's, um, not, it's not about America not, versus China. The China is the power said, behind it. I so what China's I'm saying is, like, when you put the yeah. UN, which is already here in New York, okay. And when it comes to trade, you have to think about everything, all right? Mm-hmm. Who has the power when it comes to trade and the waters, you know, the stuff that actually runs the world? Who has the mm-hmm. power when it comes to the military, the stuff that actually runs the world? Who has the power when it comes to the pharmaceutical, health, all that stuff? Those things that actually move economies and control populations. It ain't, you know, Brazil or Portugal or Switzerland, Okay. It's the United States, Russia, China, probably England, Germany, Australia, the big boys. And everybody's yeah. worried about like, oh, United States and Russia collusion. I got to tell you, it makes me feel good if we were actually buddies with Russia right now. I'm just saying. I know <laughs> yeah. that sounds crazy, I mean, but. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. But I, I think that like those those people who control the military and the money and the flow of power are colluding with the ones who control the money and the military and the power for all, for all the political powers. I think those are the like the room that I'm focused on is the room with the number one person from each country making well, the deal. You're just talking like, about we the can UN. all make, we can all make money. 
Well, with China and with Russia and with North Korea and whoever, I don't think anything happens that's not – I mean, I, it sounds crazy to say it, obviously. But, like, I don't – I think if a World War III happens, it's because China and America talked about it. And they said, this is good for us. Yeah. Let's do this. And they did it together. Or purpose. they're playing with each other behind the scenes. Like, I'll, I'll launch this some bitch. I'm not playing. You know, and then they hit the button Maybe. and then they go, well, Maybe. damn, that was an accident. Then they laugh about it later and play golf. Maybe. Maybe. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. What, yeah. What I'm saying is not the popular opinion. Like, it's the same way I feel about American politics when everyone says that there's some kind of fight going on behind the scenes with the deep state versus these people trying to take it over. And I just don't believe it. I just do not believe it. Like, I think that there is some kind of awakening happening, some kind of shifting consciousness, and they are aware of it the same way we are and they're laying things out for us to quench that thirst we have for things um in a way that uh is best for them you know so they they give us these choices that seem like it's a work step in the right direction or these villains like in in dc comics this year uh, they call this year the year of the villain the yeah. year of the villain where it's like the, the, all the Lex Luthor is going around and giving all the villains the secret weapons that are going to take out all their heroes. It's this massive entire year-long thing. Mm-hmm. And that was my – and as soon as this COVID thing started, it's vaccines and Bill Gates and all the talking points everyone's been talking about. Yeah. And it's like these ha- – we've been talking about this for 20 years, a decade. Like Bill <clears> Gates, everyone every, – who, who likes Bill Gates? Like We ain't been talking about they, vaccines that have they, to do with your RNA and genetics for 20 years though. But like, but like a long time, it's, I would consider it conspiracy 101. And it's just like, they know that we know this. So they're not even trying. They're, they're, it seems like they're giving us the things that will upset us the most. Like, there's no reason Bill Gates should be on TV at all besides that they know <laughs> it's going to get yeah. clicks to get us upset. They know too. that. They know that. Like, I mean, and they know that's the popular opinion. If you pull 10 out of 10 people, nobody's going to say, yeah, he knows what he's talking about. Like zero people are going to say that, but he's still out there because it gets the most clicks on the internet and it gets people riled well, You're up. saying there's, there's a bigger conspiracy behind a bigger conspiracy. Like all, Way there's bigger. always a bigger I, conspiracy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm and saying I mean, that there don't always have to be a bigger conspiracy. These some bitches can just be some greedy assholes. Mm-hmm. There doesn't always have to be a black magician behind the scene controlling things and being super co-op because they know we're a bunch of weak ass people that ain't going to do nothing about it anyways. So they can do it right in front of our faces. Hell, they killed Kennedy when he tried to talk about it. Yeah. And I think that was a ritual more than it was anything else. You know, yeah. I think the, and they I, killed the Martin Luther King when he talked about yeah. it on the, on the same parallel line as, as JFK. And I, I think that was a ritual, the killing of the King. And I, I, and I think these things have more esoteric things than the fighting with Cuba or fighting with the mob, the mob or all the things that we that we're allowed to talk about on History Channel. Have you, you ever know? read uh, like, Manly P. Hall? What the ancient wisdom expects from his disciples? No. no. Do you ever wonder how that dude knew so much stuff about the the I, esoteric? The yeah, he was twenty him. something years old. I, I mean, know, in his twenties, he knew more than anybody about this stuff. They made him an honorary Freemason, 33rd degree, because he knew yeah. so much. Yeah. But he wrote a book called What the Ancient Wisdom Expects from His Disciples. And he said, this is what he said. He said that these school, these uh, buildings that we have that 
that we call uh, mystery schools, like the Freemasonic buildings, the Rosicrucian building, whatever temple. He said that these are not the real mystery schools. Now, here's where it gets crazier and deeper. The real mystery schools are in the internal realms, right? These are just representations and symbols for what's actually going on in the internal realms. So when you train a disciple or a student through these mystery schools, it is to get them prepared for what's in the internal realms because the real mystery schools and the real masters are there. Now, here's another trippy thing that you said, and this will go along with your uh, <laughs> Freemasonry idea, you know, or the bigger esoteric conspiracy. Yeah. In that yeah. book, he also said that there are hidden masters who control at this very day the destiny of man and those schools seven of them right seven schools that are in the internal realms that like this is real uh cthulhu type stuff here yeah, that, are, hell yeah. that are controlling the destiny of our physical lives as we speak based on and he didn't say in the book just controlling he said controlling and manipulating i would agree yeah I mean, and if, if anyone's watching Lovecraft Country, they're in that. The Order of the Ancient Dawn is what they're... they're <laughs> they named they're another... They, they named... They have another movie that has the, the word Dawn. They're really going after the Golden Dawn lately. You know that, <laughs> Yeah, right? big time. Yeah. Um, and I don't have anything wrong with Freemasonry. I just, it's just an uh, example of, of a collection. Like, I don't think... I've considered often about going... Uh, to become a Freemason, like the first Monday of every month in, in, in Tuxbury is where is uh for years, but it's just I procrastinate, I don't do it. But also like at the top of any organization, like I think at top of a supermarket, I think at top of of any organization is uh yeah, you'll find those esoteric things. I think how how do you, how do you know how Manly P Hall got his information? Like what what's the story behind that? Is it channeled information or like is is there a story behind it? I honestly, I know everything about that dude except how that happened. That's what I mean. That he's fascinating to me. Like, but I do know how he died. Wild. He died a really weird death. He, they found him in like I think in a garden with ants all over him, like he was poisoned. They say it was natural causes, but he had ants inside of him coming out his nose, all kinds of stuff. Like it was a, his a really weird death, actually. That'd be a cool uh, segment for the show if you uh, like like a kind of like a red book thing where we just read a different uh passage from the secret teachings of all ages you know because like that stuff holds up still like he would still be the smartest person if he was around today uh and it's just that's wild to me i just don't understand it yeah he was in his 20s he was in his 20s teaching people more about the kabbalah more about atlantis more about the western mysteries too a lot of these guys, yeah. even like Crowley, they'd get a bunch of money and then they go around and talk to all these gurus and stuff. Well, who the hell did he talk to? You know, exactly. Eastern and gurus? But, no, I don't think so. But like those things you just mentioned are also like the biggest, some of the biggest topics since he's mentioned them, like Atlantis and all these, all these things are the things that have become the major research topics. They're the things that ancient aliens talks about are the things that we are now allowed to talk about. They're what everyone thinks he set the agenda for the next 50 years, you know? And is it, did he channel it from like a higher entity? 
was he told to give the information out by somebody? Uh, you know, like if yeah, these see, power, Dan if there says are they tortured groups, him to death. Yeah, I think these power groups would actively reach, like seek seek out these people who are special like that. You know, and if he is if he is some kind of kind of conduit to some kind of knowledge, then yeah, I don't know that much enough about him to really like make any case against them but it's weird that we don't know how he got the information that's the first thing i would wonder like is who told you this all you i know? know is that, that guy was in his 20s he freaked people out you know he scared a yeah. lot of people because he had a spooky look to him i know that he his traveled eyes, yeah, his, his eyes are crazy like and i'm 30 and i'm like how would how would how would he even like I don't know to find the information and become a good enough speaker to be able to deliver the information like in that short of a period of life, like from the point where he would gain the interest in trying to find the information to the point where he would deliver it would be like 15 years, like at best. Well, what like, ought to freak you out even more is it's freaky. It's freaky. How like, could he be a Freemason and talk about those things as if it's okay? Like, yeah, I'm a part of this society, which is only a symbol of what's in the internal realms, which, by the way, I know that there are hidden masters that are running it who are manipulating society and the destiny of man today. Like, why would he admit that? I mean, because, uh, I don't know. Because everybody's know. in love with the guy. What if he's just one massive disinfo agent? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's definitely possible. But I... I but there's a lot of good stuff in there too. So I don't think it's, uh, you don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't think he's a different disinformation personally, well, but I think like, I guess my point is because things sometimes just like comic books, brother, because yeah. the story is so magnificent and so cool and it makes sense. Sometimes I think we say, well, that gotta be true because it's cool and it makes sense. I don't know. It, yeah. For me, it has to make sense with all the other stories, too. Like, another part of comic books is continuity has to fit with each other. So, like, the, like the shows that I don't listen to are the ones that will talk about one thing and rant and rave about it, and then the next night talk about something else and rant and rave about it, not realizing that they're completely contradicting themselves. Those two conspiracies don't God, fit together. I hope you, I don't you, do you, that. You I'm sure I do you that know, all the time. That's why I'm here. That's why I listen to The Fringe. That's why I love the, like the, the hosts on The Fringe, because they all have strong opinions that they stick to. Oh, yeah, good, but good. not a lot of people are like that. And, like, it's really frustrating. Like, in the in if you're going those, like, huge, like, 100,000 people groups on Facebook, just those generic conspiracy theory groups, it's a lot of people like that who just, like, haven't really thought about the things that they think about. Because everybody wants to be important. an authority, man. They want to be exactly. promoted and be an authority and whatever they're talking about because they know that's going to get them the next online dollar, right? Mm. I want to be an authority so I can get, you know, my membership side up and all this other stuff when I don't give, I mean, I don't think anybody should follow anybody who's more worried about being an authority than being honest with you. No, I, I completely agree. Yeah. I, yeah, definitely. Um, I agree. Are you, are you taking a break soon? I don't want to uh, get going. <laughs> I'm just Sorry. pausing to see if you can handle clock. it. Can <laughs> you handle the dead going. air tonight, Stalker? <laughs> I don't want to get going and then have to cut off. No, no, we'll take a break here. You guys right. can call in too if you got your opinions on this. I want to know, like, if you wear a mask, why don't you? Why do you do it? Seriously. And I'm not going to get onto your argue with you or anything, but why? Why do you wear a mask? <laughs> 
based on the information. Nightstalker said why he does, but you have all the information. You know that it's BS. So why do you still do it? I'm curious. You can call in at 1-800-588-0335. We'll be right back. J.M. DeBoard, and when I want to talk about dreams, I look up my man Joe Root and his show, Lighting the Void. We all have that story to tell in our lives. The winds were howling, the ground shook, you could hear rushing water, and then history repeats itself. When there's no power, refrigeration fails, doors with their shelves strip bare, ATMs can't operate, deliveries stop. Then what? These events can last days or weeks. You need a plan. In statements made during recent interviews, FEMA Administrator Brock Long has repeatedly urged all Americans to understand three truths. FEMA is broke. The system is broken. If this is the new normal, Americans can't rely on federal cavalry when disaster strikes. Don't get caught out in the elements empty-handed. Prepare with us by going to preparewiththefriends.com and get your two-week food supply, 92 servings, eight food varieties with 25-year shelf life, normally $137 now only $75 or get a month supply normally $247 now only $147 shipped in one business day just go to preparewiththefriends.com or call 888-440-7931 that's 888-440-7931 get this great offer and be prepared while it lasts to the questions about reality. I do not claim to know the ultimate truth about life. I seek that which has been made hidden as a part of the family of explorers of consciousness.
You come from realms of unimaginable power and light, and you will return to those realms. The vast stretches of the unknown and the unanswered and the unfinished still far outstrip our collective comprehension. Broadcasting from Forest Tower Studios, all the way from the Deep South. Now, here is your host, Joe Rudin. Welcome back to Lighting the Void. You can call in at 1-800-588-0335. Tell me why you wear a mask. Why do you want to? Why do you feel like it's important? Why do you do it? Why do you give in? I really want to know. Like... I think Night Stalker's uh, excuse, I'll say excuse is a good one, <laughs> right? Because he has someone else that he has to take care of, and he just don't want the battle. But I'm curious as to why we, when people like Germany and Spain and other countries will stand up to the police physically, you know, for our sovereignty and our rights, why we as Americans just don't, we don't want to, we don't want the fight, or we've given up maybe. Either way, uh, I don't know if you guys know jp sears but this is the latest video he put out it's pretty funny that's about the new revelations on the covid death count which is the whole reason why we were wearing masks to begin with because it was so damn deadly as your trusted health authority i'll share with you why you should be more scared than ever before but first, there's been a new twist in the COVID crisis. We just published research on the CDC website that shows only 6% of COVID deaths that we've been reporting to you were caused by COVID alone. 94% of COVID deaths had an average of 2.6 comorbidities. That means of the 161,392 COVID deaths that we've been shoving in your face, only 9,210 were legitimate COVID deaths. So does that mean we've been deceiving you and inflating the COVID death count by 152,182 deaths? Absolutely not, because we genuinely don't believe in math. And does this new information that proves that COVID is far less deadly than we've been trying to get you to believe mean you shouldn't live with intense fear anymore? Absolutely not. As your trusted health authorities, we consider our original estimates of over 2 million COVID deaths in the U.S. to be a far more accurate number than the 9,200 deaths that have actually happened. And of the 9,210 deaths, 90% of them were in people of advanced age, They're old as which hell. means young people are at extreme risk because you never know when your age is going to advance by multiple decades all at once. <laughs> people finding this published information and spreading it around on social media wasn't part of our pandemic because it puts people at risk of not being scared to death of this statistically not very deadly disease. Luckily, we started running smear campaigns on the sources that are highlighting this dangerous fake news that's based on facts. Look for terms like conspiracy theories and fringe theories that we use to make these new statistics oh. irrelevant. And we're also having it censored on social media already for everyone's protection. And to help you further forget this new relevant information, we've also buried it on the CDC website. Good luck finding it. Only 6% of reported COVID deaths actually died from COVID? Now's a great time to discount people that speak of this new information with a well thought out, emotionally charged comment rebutting something they didn't say. Like, 
Oh, so you're saying you don't even care about the people that did die of COVID? You're glad they're dead? You just want sick people to die? <laughs> well, because they said nothing to indicate that. Your emotionally fueled abstract assumption is obviously a more accurate expression of what they meant than what they expressed. Now we plead with you not to use this new information as a rational basis to rethink the level of fear that you're living under because rethinking your thinking could cause you to change your mind. And changing your mind is uncomfortable and a potential cause of COVID because our science fiction is yet to prove otherwise. <laughs> and new information is the new outdated information. So you'll wanna stay with the times. So why should you be more scared than ever before? Because statistically speaking, your chances of not dying from COVID are 99.96%. And that means if you're in the 0.04% that does die from COVID, you have a 100% chance of dying. Take a look at the numbers. And luckily that means we're still justified in trying to ruin your lives to save your lives. In an effort to do so, please pay close attention to the COVID death count that will continue to run across your screen for you. Look, here it is. And so you can stay under your warm, wet blanket of fear. We'll neglect to adjust the death count for accuracy with respect to this new information. And we'll also continue to take away your rights for your protection. And just like how a woman abused by your husband might say, he only hits me because he loves me. <laughs> you can repeat, they're only taking away my rights to protect me. And you'll continue to surrender your rights because you're scared. Now that we've confused any clarity you might've been feeling on the new COVID death count information, you can go back to sleep. Please stay tuned for more updates on what you should be thinking and feeling. So what is that guy doing, Night Stalker, that's keeping, not keeping him from getting banned from YouTube, I wonder? JP Sear. <laughs> His videos kind of go both ways, and he's making fun of both people, too. When he's saying go to sleep, he's making fun of people who tell people who say sheep and stuff. You know, he's making he's he's poking at the side that agrees with them, too. You know, right. So they, what, uh, basically the information is simple. It's comedy. It's, it's funny. They said there was 160,000 for sure deaths, possibly 2 million, whatever. Then they come out and say, OK, it was only 9,000, which brings it down to flu level. Not to mention it only killed, you know, people that had health conditions, even if those numbers are right. So to justify the fear of wearing a mask is pretty ridiculous. And yet they've got everybody wearing masks and I don't, uh, I don't know. So I'm trying to figure this out based on, uh, what everybody's saying. Like, I want to hear what you guys got to say. Two, one, four area code. You're on the air. Who are we speaking with? Oh. Oh. That was trippy, wasn't it? Did you hear that? Sure. I did, yeah. Hold on a second, caller. I, I think you we're getting some feedback from you here, and we're going to figure out why. Um, God, dude, I thought I was I was tripping for a minute. Jesus Christ. Um, tell me, Night Stalker, do you think that's what it is? Is it just because people just don't want the fight? Is that, that can't be it. Well, I think they did a great job of making nobody believe conspiracy theorists at all like in, in, over the last five years so that now everyone who's speaking up against mass, like every post that you think is going to bother somebody, it is like everyone who doesn't agree with you. Like, I don't think anyone who's changed their mind based on a Facebook post in probably four years, you know, like I think they only, um, cement people in their sides already. So right now, like it's, it's funny. Like my dad watches all, um, like 
right side stuff. My mom. Oh, we lost the caller. I fixed it. Call back in, whoever you are. So go ahead, brother. <laughs> They're telling me I'm uh, I'm overthinking in the chat. So maybe we should change the subject. Something, no, no, something no. Don't fun. worry about the chat. I'm trying to train you to be a radio host. Last thing you can do is respond to everything <laughs> they said in the chat. You'll go nuts. Trust yeah. me. I, I, I agree with all these these conspiracies. Like I think that everything that they're trying to do with this vaccine and everything, they are trying to do that. And if they can get away with these things, they will do that. But it's just the way it's so in our faces makes me think that it's, it's more to upset us than it is with the end game, you know? And it's just because of that, I just don't think it's my particular battle to fight. And I, and because, but you know what? I respect your honesty. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear why people aren't doing it. All right, let's see. We got two one four area code. You're on the air. Who's speaking with? This is Brent Howell. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, Brent. What's hey, on your mind, brother? Uh, just fine. Uh, I wanted to clarify a few things uh, from my last call. Uh, it was a joke, and uh, after oh. I got off the phone, everybody <laughs> was calling me a member of the LGBTQ uh, society. Yeah, and, we, we thought uh, you were really yeah. hitting on Ryan. Like I thought you really liked him. You know, I don't, I don't judge. Didn't matter to me. You know. Well, well, yeah, but you did after I got off the phone. Of course so, I did. Anyway, As a joke, <laughs> I'm enjoying the I'm enjoying the conversation tonight between Night Stalker right. and you, and I'm I'm in agreement with Night Stalker on. Uh, there's a lot more to all of this than just the nations, and there. There's even a possibility that there's a lot of lands out there we don't even know about. Mm. So, uh, well, it's not really about the nation. It's about about the idea of not being a free country anymore. The reason why I bring up China and their nation is is because, you know, Karl Marx came up with this thing called communism, as you're all aware of, and that we fought communism for years and years and years and years. And now we're allowing. Every kind of type of thing that China does to their citizens, we're slowly allowing it to happen to us. And that's no, we're not allowing it. We're not allowing it. They are allowing it, and they are an authority, and they have the power to do it. And that's why it's happening. We're we're not. We don't agree with that. We don't agree with wearing the mask. So we have to improvise. And like you were asking for that question i i go to stores do you wear a mask brent and i sort of uh, well i go to a store and i have a hat mask in my hand okay and as i enter the store i just look around (laughs) okay and Mm. then if i feel the compunction i'll take the mask and sort of put it up to my face but if i've scoped a lot out that they don't care they really don't care so those are the ones i go to the rest of them I, I don't go to. So I, I, you know, I vote with my dollar and I vote with my presence. And, and I, you know, now if I go to Walmart, I know I'm going to have to wear the mask and I have a Walmart credit card. So if I need something and I have to get it at Walmart because it's a credit card and I don't have to pay cash or something, you know, well, I, there I go. I have to submit to that in order to go to Walmart. Okay. That's a personal objective, but you're, you're right. See, all the logical, rational, scientific evidence is pointing to the fact that we do not need to wear a mask and we have people putting guns in people's faces down in Australia to make them put them on. 
So this is a lot more intricate. Exactly. It doesn't have anything to do with logic. It's 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 a, it's a it's 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 almost oh what alchemy? Who is your mm. who's your, who's the person you have on with alchemy? Oh, Phoenix Aurelius. Yeah. Yeah. It's exact it has nothing yeah. to do with logic. Phoenix Aurelius. It has nothing to do with reading. Right. It has everything to do with how much you're going to submit. That's right. It's 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 a it's a chemistry. It's a it's an alchemy and it it's a it's a power trip and it's it's a psychological trauma and it's you know, it's a lot of other yeah. things and it's emotion. It's in the heart. You know, and the key to everything, of course, is love. Don't forget that. And you brought it up earlier. Well, love and is I, the I was answer. very proud of you. Because, see, love is the answer. It's a word we, we throw around. This, this, is, this word is the key, but it has so many ramifications. There are so many subsets to it and so much power in it that, we, that, that we're influenced by somebody just saying the word. But we, we all have our own interpretations, right? Yeah, I, I'd often wonder, though. I really do, and the reason why I brought up masculine energy, and the, and the and I'm not just talking about men, but I am talking about masculine energy. The reason why I brought that up is because if you're a woman and that lives in this society, and you're intelligent enough to see what's going on, and you have children, and you're worried about the future of your children, and you see a bunch of men cowering down to people because they're telling them to wear masks, and you know it's wrong, that's got to be pretty scary for a woman, wouldn't you think? Yeah, but it's also like, I think it's pretty scary for all it's, of us. It's, uh, it's not just you know, it's not just yeah, submitting I mean, though. I mean, like you, submission you guys keep pointing out what I'm talking about and saying it's not just yeah. this or it's yeah, not I just agree. that. But I'm talking like, about all of it. I agree. Yeah. But yeah, but like right. I think if you have, if you have some cuck boyfriend who is also getting all riled up cuz he thinks it's it looks masculine, that's not That's masculine. stupid. I'm like, not talking think, about little boys here. I'm talking about men. Like that too. But there's a lot of people like that who think who think just like a lot of people like that who just I think posting some kind of garbage on Facebook saying that they're That's like, not calling, what I'm talking out, about. But, calling out but there's a lot of but people need to hear it. Like a lot of people calling out snowflakes and stuff doesn't make you seem strong. Like No, you're just at all. part of the problem. What do you mean? You're just sitting there calling out snowflakes like you're talking about. You're just part of the problem. You're not doing shit. Me? That's, yeah, no, not you. You're not listening to me, brother, at all. I'm agreeing with you. Okay, sorry, sorry. He's, he's agreeing with you. He's yeah. agreeing with you. Well, yeah. in agreement. Yeah. So you're part of the problem. So yeah. what I'm trying to figure out is why are people wearing masks other than what Nightstalker said? When you know it's when you know it's pointless. When you know it's against your freedoms. When you know it's illogical. When you know why they're doing it to you. Is it the same reason why the BDSM people like to fr to freaking be tied up and punished? I'm just curious here. Well, but it's but it, it's well, kind of okay, like I'll give you a reason how, why. Let me, let me give you a reason why. We have been subjected as a species for over seven thousand years minimum to this concept of government. First, it was through re religions and or wars and, and kings and queens, etc., and and now down to the technology aspect of all of it. Because the reason people are doing this is because they obey authority. They are order takers. They have learned to do what they are told to do. Yeah, Mark Passio talks about that quite a bit, if anybody listens to him. Exactly. Mark Passio is a good person to speak on that, much better qualified than I am. You're yes boys is what he calls you. 
This place is run by Satan worshipers. He's trying to tell you that. And they've put authority in those positions to actually get you to submit. You know, when a real free, look, if we go back in the day, the older the generations, right? The more, let's say we go back, I don't know. We don't even have to go all the way back to Washington. We can only go back 50, 60 years. And in my opinion, there were more men walking around than there are today, especially one that stood for freedom. I go out here in the state of New York. I'm not even from here. Most of these people are brainwashed to stoop. They're just brainwashed. I go in every store. They got big draping signs. You cannot come in here without wearing a mask, right? I say, okay, I'll go in without a mask. They ask me to leave. I'll leave because it's a business, right? And I believe in that. But the truth is these people, they're hanging these signs. They don't even believe in it. They're just doing what they're told, like you're saying. They're doing what the corporations are telling them to do. And that's how this trickle-down theory works. How many wars have we had in 50 years? Probably God more, knows, right? Yeah, more than we probably know about, actually. So. Yeah. yeah so, so that's the state of our, our being. But this is the awakening. This is the awakening. You know, and uh, there, and, and we're, we're awakening to a lot of different things. We need to question everything. We need to question our religions because religions were designed to control people. We need to re- question our governments. We need to question our own motives. We we need to question what we're why we, where are we? Who are we? Why are we? Yeah. You know, and, yeah. you know what am I what, what what am I doing here? You know, this this is this is a great time to be alive, but it's it's the best of times and the worst of times. You've heard that, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, I absolutely believe that. And then thanks for your call, Brent. I hundred percent agree. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Brent. Thank you, dude. Okay, thank Take you, care, guys. Bro. You have a, have a good time. Bye. You too. Old school, brother. There, he knows what's up. You know. <laughs> well, why are you wearing a mask? Can you call in and tell me? <clears throat> Brent did, I guess. But I do see his point, too. Like, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to go, like you're talking about, Nine Stalker, and just be this, you know, crazy some bitch that's wanting to start crap to try to look cool to his girl or something. That's not what I mean by yeah. being a man. But I don't think a man doesn't need to impress at anybody yeah. at all. I, I my, like, the one common denominator in my life is that I would think I'm going to save the world. Like I want to be a superhero, but I, I don't think this is the end of the world battle. Like, so I'm, waiting. Nah, nah. I don't want to, I don't want to be put on the bench because all of my social equity is gone because everybody thinks I'm an idiot because I was saying stupid stuff, you know, like, well, do you think who cares what they think? Number one. And number two, do you think that, these people are dumb enough to just say, we want to take your freedoms, Night Stalker, so we're going to put you in a cage right now. They don't no, do that. But like, they do it one like two, step and, and, at and, a time. And so they know you don't fight the battles if they're small enough. But in my life, I don't take anything at all. And just because I only have to wear a mask for 20 minutes, I don't, just don't it's like a, it's like a bee sting to me. Or it's like, or it's like a mosquito bite. It hasn't really affected me. If I was wearing it during the day, all day, I would have fight, I would have made a bigger thing about it. Oh, well, you can't like, breathe. Take your anyone, oxygen away. Anyone, yeah, it's like what Brent was saying. How it's more than it's it's this is illogical. It's more than just this. It's about your emotions. So like, I don't think by putting one on, I'm submitting per se. I think I'm just not allowing them to upset me. Like mm. my mom doesn't leave the house, but she sees somebody without without a mask on TV. She says, "Look at them, no mask." Like she loves to hate watch the Trump stuff, 
by looking at everybody with, with the no masks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's such an idiot. Oh, he sucks. He sucks. And like she doesn't my know dad used to do that anything too. she's talking about. Like, and my dad does the other the other way. She does like he's watching Biden. Oh, sleep, sleepy Joe. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. You know what I mean? And it's just both. I'm like, you guys both have no idea what you're talking about. You're just regurgitating exactly like you're living in two different realities, and like you you, you live 20 minutes apart. You know, it doesn't make any sense. And that's what I think they're doing. They're like, <laughs> yeah. bi- they're, bi- they're bifurcating, they're bifurcating our consciousness. Like, people are living in different worlds right now. Fragmenting is a better word, right? Bi- uh, fragmenting, yeah, definitely. Let's see, uh, 212 area code, you're on the air. Who are you speaking with? Hey, everybody, it's Daryl in New York. How's hey, Daryl, what's going on? What's going on, Daryl? I'm doing good. Are you wearing a mask, hey, Daryl? Hell yes, hell yeah. Okay, and I Why? wish everybody would start wearing one. Let me tell you why. First of all, I live in New York City, okay? We were one of the first cities to start getting rammed with this stuff, and we were one of the first cities that started to behave like this. You know, we started to shut down, and now you got to see New York. Because we did everything we were told and wore a mask and social distance and stayed in place, we have a city that's like Paris. We have cafes on every block. We had hardly any traffic in the streets. Everybody's out in the street. It's very gay. It's like it's like a renaissance. I've never seen New York so happy and so beautiful. That's happy summer. out here too. And it's all because it's like that there. Isn't it awesome? I but, just love it. But it's not it. because it's happy it. back home in Arkansas too. It's not because we wore a mask or we didn't. It's because it's a happy place. Well, I wouldn't say New York was always a happy place. I'm just saying right now it's an improvement over what it was before the masks. Well, you know what? The last time the New York City improved, we had to have two planes hit a building for everybody to come together and be happy. Oh, man. Well, don't mix the uh, issue with facts. It's not an issue. It's a a fact. New York, everybody talked about it. Even the people that lived in New York talked about it. How they all came together after a travesty happened and stuff like that. I wouldn't fall for that. You guys were happy before all that happened, before the mask. I'm just trying to state a positive thing for wearing a mask and for doing what we were told. I know you are, and sweetie, right now, trying to stay with logic I here. resent anybody that, you know, there's a lot of, if you look at some of the, the other places that are doing well, it's because they were a mask society. Singapore is doing well. I think Japan, in spite of their other problems, is doing okay. You know, it's not the worst thing in the world to wear a mask. And it's not all day long, you know. It's like a very short part of your day, you know. And if it it prevents you from catching something or for giving it to somebody, the chances are probably likely it helps. But it doesn't. Even logically, it logically makes sense to me. The facts are, Daryl, it doesn't prevent a damn thing. Look at how many studies. You look at one or two studies that Ryan did, that's going to give you... It's not the studies that Ryan did, sweetheart. It's the government. It's the medical... It's the people that run the government, the medical side of the government, right? They're telling you right now on their own website that it doesn't make a damn about the mask, that it didn't kill 160,000 people. It's not even about... Listen, are you just... This is what politicians do, Okay. They only pick the information that they like and not the information that they right. don't. It's called confirmation bias, right? You have to take all the information into consideration. Nothing changed before exactly. COVID hit exactly. other than some crazy shit went down in China. They said we had some, we had COVID in this virus, and maybe we did have a virus for about, I don't know, a week. But the panic and the fear and all the crap that they did, 
because they had no idea what it was. They never could come across with any real data to tell us because they did not know what they were doing. And now because they finally figured it out, oh, oh, only 9,000 people died, not 160 or 2 million, right? Now, but we still want to stay with our lie because they know if they admit that they screwed up, you have to listen to this, if they admit how big they screwed up, they would be locked up. Period. Okay, let's just minimize the, the matter because, oh, it's only a few old people that died. You know, the majority of the people that are alive right now are hey, old I people. didn't say only a few old people, and we're not going to do this. What they want, That's what they want you to do. They want to put words in your mouth and make you feel like you don't care about old people. But that's not what I said. The reason why the fear and the pandemic went up is because they told you millions of people were dying from this reason, which was a lie. Well, I don't, I'm not going to say it's a lie or it's not a lie. I'm not saying I know the truth. I'm just saying I'm living with the truth, and it's, a good, it's not a, the worst thing in the world I've had to do. And if you're having a bad hair day or a bad face day or an acne problem, I like it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I honestly, sweetheart, I don't expect you to not wear a mask, honestly. I, I would think you would. But what I'm trying to say is, is there real men out there that know the truth. They need to stand up, period. I agree. It would be nice to hear the truth for a change, but also think about an agenda here. You know, if they want to um, take out all the money of Social Security, it sure would benefit the, the gen- you know, the future generations if a bunch of old people would just drop dead. You know, the economy would be great if we didn't have to pay into all the well, old people. Let the old people die, you know? Not Stalker will tell you problem. all about that. When they do population control, that's who they go after first, the people that cost them the most money. That's well, I am a little sensitive because I'm on the other side of young now, even though you never know it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, well, you're only you know, as old as you feel. I mean, this is a good conversation exactly. to have because this is what this is the conversation that people are having. This is what like these are. It's I I'm I'm right there with you, both of you because like it's tough. I've seen like the people around me, like my friends from high school and college and stuff, are posting the the. Um, pro masks and stuff, but then I'm deep in these conspiracy communities. Mm-hmm. I'm getting hit with a lot with the anti-mask stuff, and they both seem legitimate. They're both from scientific sources. They like, and I don't know. Like a mask does make sense. Like it would prevent something, but when I'm wearing one, I'm constantly touching my face, and I do feel it like it don't prevent a damn. It thing. doesn't prevent anything. It's what I feel like. It doesn't prevent anything. Like there's been I, like, studies I, when it so comes to the flu. Already, brother, and I, think, I don't mean to cut you yeah, off. That no. it do, if it doesn't prevent the flu from spreading, it's not going to prevent anything else from yeah. spreading. Yeah, no, I've seen all that stuff. I listen to Ryan. I've seen these things. I, I, I get totally get what you're saying. Like, but I've also seen like all uh, compelling evidence. Um, Why does everybody think it's just Ryan yeah. saying this stuff? Everybody's been saying this stuff. It, it, unless you guys only listen to Ryan, which that's kind of cool. I bet he appreciates cool. it. Well, I mean, he's on next, and he lives in like right, right near you, you know. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but every um, like, if you look at just about every truth-seeking or let's just call them conspiracy podcast, they've been all telling you mm-hmm. this stuff, man. They all have. Yeah. You. Well, I from, from being in New York, if it's if it's first of all, you can't even try to not wear a mask here because you'll get your head ripped off. Then and you get it ripped off by women like me. I'm not the one that rips your head off, though. I don't say a damn word. But women like me, if I am drinking a soda out in the street, some bitches will come up and put on a damn mask as they're running away from me. So be know? honest with me, like, dear. Be honest with me. 
because I know you like being right. honest, right? Isn't that why you mm-hmm, wear a mask? Because you just don't want to deal with the bullshit? Probably a big part of the reason, but a big part is truthfully, I don't want to catch something. I don't want to catch anybody's cooties. I, you know, I'm, I, I'm in situations where I do have to be next to people, and I appreciate it when they're, they don't, they're not like crowding me. I had this guy standing behind me in my pantry line. He was right behind me, anti-mask guy. And until the preacher came by and said, well, we'd appreciate it if you put your mask on, suddenly his mask comes out. But he was, like, on my feet, like, abnormally close. You know, and I realized it was just to piss me off, and it didn't piss me off. Yeah, those, well, that's just an asshole. If he wants to be anti-mask, just, he can be anti-mask, and if somebody says, you know, can you back away from me, then back away from them. But you don't have to put on a mask just because <laughs> some preacher wants you to. But if a woman tells you to get well, away from her, you get away from her. He was way too big and way too whatever. <laughs> I understand. Uh, I, and you know something? i got to say something. I see the communities that are getting impacted by this. And I'm going to say it. The, the black and Hispanic people in New York have become very aggressive. Yeah. Um, and also, they're also anti-mask. So what's up with that? You know, They're, they're doing the same impacted. thing here in Rochester, actually. The, there was a, a building out here that actually supported the Black Lives Matter movement. Or it was actually a FedEx truck, I think. Mm-hmm. And it said, we support the mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. And they burned it down, too. So, yeah. Oh, dear. Well, I'm not going to say that they're all bad or anything like that. But it's become very, very, a little unpleasant at night. I don't go out at night anymore. I won't well, go out it, at tra- night it wasn't just black people. This was everybody that supports that movement. And see, this is my point, And this is what Ryan talks about and other people talk about. They just want to segregate people and cause movements and keep dividing you and keep you fighting against yeah. each other. But regardless of logic, fact, freedoms, or what you inherently know, it's, it's all screwed psychology. They, it's, the, it's simple manipulation. And this, like what Night Stalker's talking about, is the lower level of what's really going on. We can't even get past this. That ought to freak you out. I know. But I think that's exactly what they're doing. That's, I- that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're trying to separate yeah. us. But isn't it like, why are people bad-mouthing? I'm just going to say something nice about our last president. You know, our, this president inherited a pretty damn good country when he got elected. You know, if we could have had Obama for eight more years, I don't think it would have been a bad thing. You know, he did a lot of good for this country, and the economy was doing well. But Donald Trump seems to want to take credit for anything good that's going on, including things that he has absolutely nothing to do with. You know, there were no plane crashes. He took plane, He took credit for that. Like, what the heck did he have to do with that? You know, that he doesn't give any credit. You know, he takes all the credit for the good stuff he inherited, and he got rid of everything that good that this guy developed. You know, we would have had this pandemic. Obama had a lot of foresight. You know, he had a, a, a virus, um, you know, program that was on top of We didn't have a Ebola, for example, that was very dangerous and contagious because he was on top of that. Imagine if Donald Trump was in, in office, the half of the country would be dead. <laughs> well, you know I just, look, both of them are just as diabolical, uh-huh. i got to tell you. I hate to tell Call you. Me. Well, they're, I don't like crooked. <laughs> Anyone listening to this is probably going crazy right now. I can't <laughs> yeah. imagine. It's not, I mean, all, it's not often we get that we, we hear this on, 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 on any kind of like conspiracy talk. Thanks for your call, Daryl. I gotta get, I gotta, we're on the time thing, but thank you for calling. You take, okay, take care of yourself. Thank you, Daryl. It's nice seeing you. You too. Bye, guys. Wait a minute. Weren't you two supposed to go on a date, Night Stalker? Or did y'all ever have a second date? We'd, <laughs> not yet. No, we haven't had the second date yet. 
See, this is my point. This happens in the paranormal and UFO community, too, right? Just because some guy can get up there and speak and put a bunch of what he calls facts together that have no basis in real facts, but because he's charismatic and a good speaker and all this other stuff, that that, that, that he can charge $360 per person and get a mass quantity of people following him because he's just so damn charismatic. Versus Trump, who just gets out there and he just tweets stuff to mess with people, tells everybody how wonderful he is, regardless of fact or logic or anything, and everybody hates him because a guy like that is scary to be the leader, even though a guy like that is probably shaking up more shit than anybody else. You see? Uh, shaking up what? He's probably he's charismatic, too. He's, he's charismatic not charismatic. He's very charismatic. You think he's charismatic? In his own way. In his own way. Who is gonna if, if you're if you're at, in a, fun, a function hall if you're in a, if you're at a, ego, in a in a living maniac. room if you're in a living room if you're in a living room who's running the room out of the two of them speaking what are you thinking what, was, oh if if it was Donald Trump or uh, Barack Obama who's gonna be the who's gonna be the one who's 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 lead who's like I think it depends running the, running the show I think like, it entirely depends on how you look at um, because the way I would see it is like if they both can enter the room. Trump could do his like really like squint, you know, he does the squidgy face and he's so determined about what he's saying. Right. And then Obama would say something and probably grin. So I think half the room would probably laugh and the other room would probably be have hard ons for Trump. I mean, if they came in as themselves, people wouldn't listen to it. If you don't, if you didn't like either one of them, you wouldn't listen to anything they said. Oh, if they were just normal people, like not presidents, their styles of people. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, if they weren't presidents. Like nobody's listening I'm to a used political to, style speaker. I'm kind of used like, to uh, Trump, people like Trump in my life. So I probably is. that's why he's that's why he's president. That's why he's president. That's what got him in because he you, sounds like someone you talk you to. You love Trump, like, don't he, you? Me? Yeah, you love him. I just say it. Hate both of them. I voted for Duncan Trussell. I think they are both related, <laughs> and I hate Did them Duncan both. Trussell I, run? I cannot stand it. I no, I wrote him in. I would uh, vote Mass him in had too. the weed law. Had, had the me had the we love vote. I th- like no. I think they're both related. It, it drives me crazy when anyone says that Trump is doing anything good for anybody. Like I think he no. I think they are both in the same. He's like not the, doing the same anything good. I just I just like I the fact he's that he's shaking up. I don't think he's shaking. I like the fact that nobody exactly knows what he's going to do. That's what I like. Have you read Bob Woodward's book about Trump? Actually, about what goes on behind the scenes, yeah. not just what's in the media and all that. No. I watched The Apprentice. Before, before when I was a kid. yeah, or yeah, or when he was firing <laughs> people. Before anybody makes a a, a a judgment about Trump, I think you need to read Bob Woodward's book. I mean, this guy gets the ins and outs of every president, and he's well known for it. So, if you really want to know a about the president, what? Like what? you need to talk to. Like, you need what? to uh, read that book. What do you mean? Like, you know who Bob Woodward I, is? No, I can't read it right now. Explain it. Bob Woodward is a journalist who's well known yeah. for, like, well, back in the day, he was well known. He was part of the Watergate thing, right? But since then, okay. he's been keeping tabs on every president that's ever been in office, and he's really good at getting the inside scoop about a president. That's why Trump called him and was really pissed off because he didn't actually get to talk to Trump before he did open the book because everybody knows when Bob Woodward writes a book about the president that it's really going to, like, impact the next election not this time though
But you you mean this is the guy? This is the guy who's setting the narrative for what everyone thinks about the president. Yeah. So basically, he gets in. He really gets in there and tries to find out what's real about the president. What's really going on? I guess. You know. I guess. You listen. I mean, I'm somebody who thinks if there's a movie made about something, then it didn't happen like that. Like for any like. Well, Bob Woodward. They didn't make a movie about Bob Woodward. But I'm saying, like, that's what I mean. Like, he's like he's he's written the definitive text about all the president. He's he's set. No, I when didn't anybody say set, definitive. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody's setting the narrative for what the zeitgeist knows about something. So wh- what are you te- what are you telling me? Like, you just don't believe anything unless it's a comic book. No, 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 no. You have to take in the entire zeitgeist and filter out what doesn't. What doesn't. Well, pretty seem much right. every journalist. It doesn't matter which side of the fence they're on. Uh, and even, the people that, the, even the people that hate that, Bob Woodward give him respect that, because he gets facts that nobody else can. Does the book talk about how Trump and Hillary are cousins and how they're related to each other? Because does no, any of his books mention how they're all part of that. one bloodline? Because if, if it doesn't have that, it should be in there. And I probably should. You should be the next Woodward. You should do it. <laughs> the only person that I know that's even close to Bob Woodward, if you want me to tell you the truth, that I've ever met in my life that does actual journalism besides all these ass monkeys out there calling themselves journalisms or journalists. I mean, journalisms, you know, I'm a journalist. You ever heard these guys say that on the radio? They're not journalists, right? There's a guy downstairs that has documents for everything he's ever talked about. File cabinets full of them. That's what journalism is. You don't just spout stuff out and expect people to believe you. That's not journalism. Journalism is, I talk about it, I get as much data and facts and data as I can behind it. So, when I say something, or when I talk about it, I have everything to back it up, so I keep my integrity. You see? That's how journalism works. Okay. Okay. Does it seem like I don't know what I'm talking about? Like... I think you know what you're talking about when it comes to rivers, esoteric stuff. I know about everything. Like that's my brand is that I, t- I choose to talk about the fun things, the comic book stuff, because I think it's fun. I think comic but books are bad. What ass. I'm good at is I know I see everything. I take it all in. I if you mention anything, I'm going to have something to say about it because I've seen it. I've like I you know, when was the last time I've been surprised by any anything? Like, are you getting upset, not sucker? Because I asked bit, you about Bob bit. Woodward. I mean, people. I mean, people saying that I got to do more research than just comic books. You know what I mean, like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm I said. Making the that's not what I said. That's not what I said. That's not what you said. That's not what you said. But so like, don't get mad at me because that's not what I yeah. said. Okay. What I said was, and this always happens to me. People like hear something I say and then they turn it into something else. What I said was, is that do you not believe anything that you hear unless it comes from a comic book? Now. Comic books offer you a lot of esoteric truth. That's for damn sure you and I both know that, right? That's what Sorry, I said. Sorry, say that again. Say that again. Do you not believe? Well, there's no point in saying it again. I didn't say that. Do, do I, yeah. Do I not believe anything if it doesn't come out of a comic? Yeah, because yeah. You, you the esoteric stuff. Like here's the here's the here's the thing that I have an issue with the conspiracy field as a whole, and the reason why we don't get any credit to begin with is because we don't have enough journalism. Period everybody's always they don't believe anything they hear nothing even based on the facts well you can't believe the facts well i tripped over my you know i tripped over a rock how do you know you tripped over a rock you could be in another dimension why do you know you're in this dimension it could be something else and there's nothing to base any facts on nothing 
And that's why we everybody laughs at us and puts tinfoil hats on is because we don't have any journalism. That's my point. It's not to say comic books are bad because I love comic books. But if you don't know about Bob Woodward, then just say I don't know. You don't have to like defame the guy, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's what I do. Yeah. I don't know something. I say, hell, I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, I said I didn't read it, but I don't, I don't think I didn't think I was trying to defame the guy. I just didn't think like. Yeah. But, uh, but, okay. but the man has based his whole life on his integrity, right? It'd be like saying Ryan Gable's full of shit because, well, I know guys like him. They're full of shit. You see what I mean? And you would you would be like, well, I actually know Ryan yeah. Gable, and I've read his stuff. You see what I'm saying? It's really not. Yeah. That, that's what's wrong with the conspiracy. The whole community. Everything's a goddamn... Everything's a goddamn just big thing out to get you. No matter what, no matter what the truth is, when a lot of the stuff we can fix is right in front of your face, it's really practical. Just don't let them treat you like you're a slave, period. You know, people used to, yep. we got men that died for this shit. There's other people out here like me that are like, I got kids. I, I have children that are going into the future, that are going to have children that I care about. I have to be willing to die for those people or this country's going to shit. That's how it's going to, that's how this is. We don't have, we got, you know, the Germans, the Spaniards, who else? Who did I, who else have I said? It's embarrassing to me when they look at the United States, they're out in the streets rioting to protect one woman and her rights. And we don't do nothing but yell at each other on Facebook. Like you were talking about earlier. It's pretty Mm -hmm. ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I ain't trying to take the fun out of it. I'm just saying everything's going to hell pretty fast if we don't start thinking for ourselves. And if we want to start talking about facts, then we need to go dig them up and find them and then document them. Like, care about what you say when you say it. If you're going to accuse somebody of something, care about it. Like, care if what you say is the actual truth so people can rely on what you're saying especially if we're going to be mad and point our fingers at people that are lying to us all the time. It's pretty damn hypocritical. Don't you think? Yeah. And that's why I don't talk about, uh, whether like what's safe and what's not safe for somebody to do because I, I don't have all the facts and it would be, it would be irresponsible of me to do that. Well, you you get a pass, brother. You're trying to take my own life. I know, I, I know that how I live my own life and I know that, like what Brent was saying in the call, how it's about our inner verses. It's about what's going on emotionally. There's more to it than just like just masks. The, 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 bat, the battle, the battle, yeah. Like the battle is like also internal. You get like these, like if you're fi- so fired up about the fact that people, if you're seeing somebody wearing a mask, it ain't and the you mask get mad that about pisses it. me off. If you, if you if you get mad about it, if that, if that triggers you, then they then they're beating. And if you're not wearing a mask and seeing somebody wearing a mask upsets you for have a you second. seen a video then of you're me not, going crazy losing, in the, the street huh have you seen not a video a of me going crazy in the street or person, getting triggered any, any per- yeah no any person i'm saying like if the, like the no. hypothetical person if you lose any type of like uh like energy on that like i don't i don't think like i think that's what they want completely well they probably so, want to arrest you for sure they want you to go crazy so they can arrest you but if you don't yeah. go crazy and you document the law, 
where they, they want can't do anything school. to you. Just that's the same reason why they couldn't fire Ryan. And every time they've asked us to put masks on, we don't have to because we don't have to go yeah. crazy because we know the law. Yeah, but I wonder how much, like, how many minutes that took off at the end of his life. Like, when he's going to be, like, sitting and be, like, was it really worth the stress Who's of having wife? to go through that? Who's stressed about uh, it? Ryan's. Ryan fighting about, like, it was, was, it, was it, like, fun for him? He didn't like, he, fight about to, it. Huh? He was Ryan very was calm, he, actually. But he was saying it was it was an uh, it was a it was not an ideal situation that they were giving him a lot of a lot of guff for it. Try not to swear. Well, it's not an mean? ideal situation, but he wasn't killing himself for it. I can tell you that. I've seen. I've watched him. Yeah. That's I mean, I said, ma- I matter of fact, the dude's a lot happier yeah. than I'm here because I'm a party animal. He'll tell you. Yeah, and I think that's important. And I think like that's what we need to. Yeah, we got we have to make sure that like our house is in order, that our, our internal internal world is happy. If you're if you're going out trying to like save people come from a, from a negative place, then that you're you're not Superman. You're the guy from the boys. Like you're the bad you're the bad guy. Like. The, the world doesn't need more loud noises and, and upset people. I think like, I think your mindset right now is what the problem is, actually. Don't cause a riff. Don't stand up for yourself. Don't get too loud. What the fuck do you think happens when we get attacked, right? Are we just going, well, let's, let's just wait it around till the gunfire starts going off. We're we going to run outside and say, please don't pull the trigger. It's too loud and it's making me nervous. I just had a, had a, had a, had a, had a edit out with my boss and the, my work. And I just finished a two week unpaid leave because yeah, I had you a did. Why did you with do my that? work? Cause I, and, like, and, and who, held, and who, life, and who was talking because, to you about uh, standing up to him? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that like, it's not just submission. Like, like a, a mask is not a ball gag. It's not the same thing. It's not sure like this that? nuance. We're being nuanced. Like there needs to, there needs to be nuance, like, or else we're never going to so basically what you're come, saying come is like, wear the mask all. and wait for the bigger fight. Is that what no, you're saying? If you, if you feel like it's your, like, like you're being infringed upon and you can't live with yourself by wearing them. Like, no, I don't want to wear a mask. I hate it. If I had to wear it for eight hours, too. I wouldn't do it. I would not do it. I would, I would get the same documents. I would, I would, I would like give them the information and say that I don't have to do this. But because I don't have to do it, then I, that's I'm not doing it. But like so, for me, this on when I weigh the scales, of what how, what makes my inner verse the best, right? That's that. Like there's other battles. Like if somebody, I'm not taking any any. It's okay. I know why you wear a mask. You already anybody, explained yourself. You don't have to worry about yeah. it. But in anybody though, but like it's still being painted as like you're letting them win. Nobody painted you think, that way. Yeah. I think nice talker. No, no, no. I already told you a long time ago, you get a pass and I ask people to call in. Why are they wearing masks? And I think this whole taking stress off the years of your life is when you really worry about what everybody thinks, that's what takes years off your life. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's, you need to take that heart that you got. That's massive. And how much love you got in your heart? So why, for so why do else? people care? So, so why do people care if other people think masks are safe? If you I don't care, like. I don't care that they feel that's safe. That's what I'm saying. They need a fit. It all needs to fit together. And but I don't you're not, care about that. Like, like you're like, not those, listening those, to me. You're just upset because you think you're under attack. You okay. put up a hell of a fight towards me. This fight's worth <laughs> it to you, right? I don't think I'm really fighting. I think I'm just... I mean, you're a hell of a lot louder than I am. 
Your loudness is making me nervous. All right. Well, I'm just. I'm here to have fun, Night Stalker. I I just got a lot of masculine energy, and I'm sorry if. There you go. That's good for you. Should have it now. Fucking take that stuff. Excuse my French. And use it on the next person that gets victimized when you see them getting arrested or tackled in the street or when a snitch comes down the road to turn you in because he thinks you have COVID or your mother. He gets paid $57,000 a year to find you. And he don't have to have proof if you've got COVID, actually. You can just have a fever. You don't think something's wrong with that? I do. I I haven't seen it yet, but I do definitely think that's I, that's twice what I make more than that. So that grinds my gears to in a way you can't even imagine. You just gotta um, not worry about. Look, if you're a real man, knows what what battles he wants to fight, and which ones he don't. You don't have to explain yourself to anybody, dude. Right. All I'm asking people is why are they doing it? Brent gave me his answer. You gave me yours, and I gave you what I think and thought about it. And I'm not going to stop. And I don't give a damn what you, and I love you to death, or anybody in the chat or anybody listening thinks about it. It's because it's what I believe. I think the more you take away people's rights slowly, however you do it, it's a slippery slope. And that's why we are where we are and why we're having this discussion because we've been pretty much pussified for the past 30 years because we don't want to make a ruckus. We don't I, well, want to shake big, things up. I think up. a big part of it, though, I mean... But and I, now I it's getting real nuance, bad. Yeah, but wait, but wait, wait. A part of the nuance, though, is that people... A lot of people who do believe in the mask thing, me, not me... Mr. Keeler. I'm not one of them. But, like, a lot of people think it, they're wearing it so that they can stop wearing it. If, they, if anyone floated the idea by them that it was a permanent thing, they would not be wearing it. They think that... Guys, just suck it up. Let's do this for two weeks, well, and we can go yeah. to the movies again. Yeah, and we can right. go back to normal again. That's what they think. Like they're not these. They're not these. Like we have to come together. There's nuance. They're not these bad people who are just weak. Yeah, like but that. nobody's people, talking as if they're weak or bad people. But they're being. They're letting them take our. If it's phrased in a way where like we're letting them take our rights away. Yeah. Like they. What does it, how does that make them weak that, or bad people? It's. You don't think it's an, there's a negative connotation to letting them take our rights away? I th- absolutely. When, once they become aware of it and they don't <laughs> okay. do anything about it. But I don't think they're aware of it. That's why we do what we do on the radio. This ain't like you, we're not in the street here. This is a broadcast. This is where we do yell and holler and get our points across. Where we do make a difference. Where we talk to mass audiences. Where we get them to think. On both sides of every situation. Yeah, and I think that's what I'm trying to do. Is I want I know the narratives that are the most dominant in our communities right now, and I'm saying There's that word again. This is where I'm at. This is where I'm at in the world in the fringe for the fringe. Like, you know, like this is the things, and I think they're right. They're correct. But I'm like, while everyone's talking about this, I'm I like to believe I'm taking an aerial view of everything. Um, that's my belief. I'm taking it all in, and I'm and I'm discerning it. Well, you need to stop worrying about what anybody thinks. Do your thing. We all love you, brother. You know that, right? I love everybody, too. I love you, too, brother. I love everybody. I love the void walkers. If I go into a bar and everybody starts running and jumping and trying to fight, are you going to be there with me or behind the jukebox? 
I'm the number one. That's what I'm saying. My life. I'm the, I'm the first person. <laughs> he's gonna be. Like, he'll be the point yeah. man. That's all I need to know. Yeah. All right. And that's what I want. That's the point I wanted to get across. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Joe. Yeah, of course, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. So we got to get out of here because we done taken too long. So now you'll see somebody that'll talk to you about this stuff a little bit more intelligently. I just give you the redneck version each night here right here at 9 p.m. to 11 tomorrow night we're gonna have greg doyle back on it's been a long time since we talked to him uh we're gonna get back into the out-of-body experience because you know if you're stuck at home wearing a mask or whatever then you can just learn how to get out of body and become a ghost that's more fun too so we'll be doing that tomorrow night all right see you guys tomorrow night that a boy night stalker